Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is another one of those great episodes where we bring on a guest, a successful student from the Proven Amazon course, who's learned how to build a beautiful business going through what we teach around here. If you want to hear dozens of recent episodes where we've interviewed other successful students, you're in the right place. SilentGym.com has all those episodes. We've got hundreds of episodes. We're at the, about the 700 episode mark, something like that, with the interviews that we've done from successful students of that course over the years, it's exploding. Amazon is growing year over year. More people are shopping online. More people are buying more items online than ever before right now. The growth trajectory, it's still in its infancy. Did you know that? We're still less than 20% of all retail activity is online in the United States. That's a US government data number. It's projected to be 30 and then 35, maybe even 40% in not so distant future. That means a lot of new people shopping online, a lot of opportunity. That's what we teach here. That's what we've been teaching around here for over 20 years, e-commerce. We've coached nearly 10,000 people through our coaching program, which makes it the biggest e-commerce coaching program in the world. We don't do a lot of advertising. You don't see a lot of flashy cars and big mansions. We're just real people living real lives with real families helping each other grow and achieve the businesses of our dreams. So if you want to hear those stories, hey, check out some more episodes. But today I'm going to bring on Mike Connors. He's one of the guys in our community who's, like I said, built a great business. He works very closely with another great student whose team has grown so much that he had to put someone in charge of his Amazon operation. And you can kind of see me figuring that out today during the interview. I forgot that Mike was attached to Eric, who we've actually talked to I don't know what episode it was, several episodes ago, uh, who, who had built such a beautiful business that now he's got a couple small retail locations where he's doing, moving some of his products there that gives him an advantage to approach some wholesalers. And he's selling on Amazon, a multiple stream income success story. Today, we're going to meet the guy that's running the Amazon business. And they're running it at a very high level as well. They're hoping to do about 2.2 million for the rolling 12 months that are coming at a very nice profit margin. They talk about all the details today of how they're sourcing, but bottom line, they're doing the replans model, which is the Amazon selling model that we teach to all new students, unless they've got a really, really, really good reason that that one in a hundred person who should start somewhere else, we start everybody with Amazon replans. So the proven Amazon course students have numerous directions they can go once they understand those basics, but we start everybody the same. Some people like Mike today has grown a two plus million dollar operation with just those strategies. Very profitable operation. So what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, I love the fact that he had zero computer experience (laughs) coming into his Amazon adventure. He was brought on the team simply because he was a man of integrity and character, had a good reputation. He had the right attitude, which is huge. You'll hear us talk a lot about that today. The importance of attitude attitude and relationships. Those are the things that I see that people have in common that succeed at a high level in any business, especially e-commerce where it's kind of isolating and lonely. So if you can fight back by having a great attitude in the discussion forums you're in, building relationships, go into meetings, be the person with positivity and solutions, not the person who always finds something negative to talk about. That's not hard to do, right? Any of us can find stuff that's negative. It's kind of like the difference between breaking things and building things. Anybody can break stuff. doesn't take any skill at all to break stuff. Building things, that takes some work. Scarcity versus abundance mindset. 
attitude. We talk about those kind of things, say, as major factors in success. But we get plenty of specifics as well, how they're finding the inventory, where they're sourcing it, how they've built those relationships. Uh, we talk about some tools. As a reminder, any tool that's mentioned in the episode today, there'll be a link probably with some kind of discount because we refer people to a lot of good tools as they build their Amazon business. But I do want to let you know that you don't need a lot of tools to get started. We get that question a lot. Hey, what tools am I going to need to start? Here's all you need to start if you're new. You need an Amazon seller account. That's what's that, about 30 bucks a month, I think, something like that. You're going to have to sign up for that. You're going to need the Proven Amazon course. It's going to step you through. It's about $39 a month, provenamazoncourse.com. There's a link at silentgym.com. You're going to need a tool called Keepa, which we don't talk about today, but we talk about in the course. That's about 20 bucks a month. That's it. A few dollars for inventory. You're off and rocking. You could be a great success story. You've got 1,900 success posts in our free Facebook group, by the way. There's a link at silentgym.com to that. Uh, so what else we talk about today? The trajectory of how they went from 680,000 last year to projected 2.2 million this year, how they managed that rapid growth using the replens model. They're going to be getting into branded bundles you hear Mike talk about today. What's a branded bundle, Jim? Well, we talk about that. There's a website. It's, there's a link in the show notes today, provenbrandedbundles.com. It's the latest training in the industry on Amazon's policies, where the opportunity is, what students are doing to succeed wildly, creating unique listings on Amazon with common, well-recognized branded items bundled together in a way that stays well within Amazon's policy and gives you a great chance of truly launching something special. So they're getting into that. And a handful of other great ideas discussed today. So that's enough of an introduction for now. I appreciate you hanging out with us as always on this show. This show is all about you growing the business of your dreams. We want to see you use the internet creatively to grow multiple income streams. And we spent some time talking about that today as well. So enjoy this episode. Please send us your feedback, like, subscribe, all that stuff. We love getting that feedback. Help spread the word. We do no marketing on this show. So we always appreciate your efforts there. Uh, let's get Mike on the line. You're going to enjoy this story. So Mike, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to see you. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Uh, and looking forward to hearing your story. You ready to go? Ready to go. Let's do it, man. Yeah. So I, the way I got into e-commerce was, was not the plan at all. Um, I actually knew nothing about selling on Amazon or eBay for anything. I started working for the company that I worked for. And at some point, we just discussed like, hey, do you want to take on our Amazon store? And that's how I got into it. I jumped in the deep end uh, with having little to no experience, not only with Amazon and and e-commerce, but also very little experience just even using a computer as almost embarrassing as it is to say. I spent first... Uh, about six months, having my hand held a lot and did some uh, heavy-duty training that I, I just got a crash course in everything. Keepa and uh, Ace and Zen and using some Helium 10 stuff. I mean, uh, kind of all of it. So I, I really just jumped in the deep end. So uh, that was not my plan, but I feel like that's kind of what life is all about is just get thrown a curveball. So that's that's kind of how I started. Gotcha. And how long ago was that? And do you still have that job? Yes, I do still have the job. Um, so it's been uh, January will be two years. 
months. Okay. Um, so a couple of months short of two years right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's still your full-time employment. Still full-time. I, I run the Amazon part of our business. Gotcha. Now, do you have your own Amazon account or are we going to be talking about the Amazon business that you run? Just the the Amazon business that, that I run, but I, I definitely treat it like it's my own. So I, I still practice all the replants model, all the wholesale stuff. So all the all the stuff that gets talked about within PAC, I, I apply daily in my in my nine to five. Now, this is a bit of an unusual arrangement, Mike. So let me just yeah. restate what I think I'm hearing right now. Your company came to you and said, hey, we want to get on Amazon. And, and the first thought I had, probably along with the listeners was, okay, you're going to be selling the stuff that your company makes. Is, no, is not at all. Or they're just saying, hey, we want to add to our portfolio, figure out Amazon. And they they funded your education to learn this thing. And now you're selling all manner of different stuff, just yeah, as I, any other student in our community might do if they had their own business working from home. Right. So I, okay. I guess I should have started from a different place. So the, the company, just a couple of guys, they started, they started on Amazon in 2013 and accidentally opened up some brick and mortar uh, stores kind of focused on tools and, and hardware. So you think about a- anything in the tool space. And our Amazon account was definitely doing well, but it just made sense. You know, like we really want to grow this. This is kind of the easiest part of the business to grow, just where there's very little overhead and it's just, it can be done by anybody at home. Mike, would you like to do that? You know, okay. so I'm connecting I, I some dots, Mike. Account. You work with Eric, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I'm just, I'm, that light bulb just came on for me. So I know a bit more of your story than I realized I did just a few moments ago. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Apologize. I talked to a lot of people in a week. Sure. I bet. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're running the Amazon account. Like you have full oh, reign yeah. to, to build it, to grow it. Is it a, a bit of a partnership type arrangement? Or are you on some kind of commission or how? You know, don't don't tell me what you're paid, but like, what's right. the payment arrangement there? How's that work? Yeah, so I'm a salaried employee with some benefits, and some of that's going to be based on how how our Amazon account performs. Right. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. This we're we're on pace to I think four x what we did last year. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So, okay, fill in some gaps for me. I think there's. 30 directions I could go right now, but sure. you tell me you're part of this community. You know, Eric, he's a big yeah. part of this community. He's, he's helped us create content and present and such, you know, serve the listeners. Well, like fill in some gaps for us, wherever you want to go. And then I'll ask questions from there. Sure. So like I said, you know, I had very little experience. I, I came from a completely different career. I was, a uh, substance abuse counselor and worked with adolescents for 20 years. Wow. And, God bless uh, you, man. Wow. Oh, yeah, what organization are you able to share? I probably shouldn't share because I, I, I don't know if they want me to or not. Oh, I know it's sensitive for some organizations. The anonymity right. is a big deal in that, in that field. So, yeah. Right. I loved what I, I got to do. And it, at some point, it's like, I feel like there was just... God was ready to move me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got hired working with Eric and, and the other guys, it wasn't necessarily based on my skill set. 
uh, but it was more based on, uh, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn by any means, I think more based on just my character. Character, reputation, um, integrity. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I completely agree with that decision. You know, so, I, I don't need someone that shows up with skills. I need someone right. that shows up with character, work ethic, integrity, ready to learn, attitude, yeah. man. That is everything. Uh, my yeah. son sent me a video just a couple of days ago. First thing I got in the morning on a text was a Jim Rohn co- conversation about attitude. Yeah. That's everything. When you show up with a bad attitude, yep. even if you think you deserve to have a bad attitude, because it's really hard right now, and you show up and you have a bad attitude. Right. You just talk, that toxicity just pours out of you and people just don't want to be around you and you slow things down and things don't work the way they're supposed to. It's like this. No doubt about it. It's like this self-fulfilling prophecy of, of just negativity. Oh, yeah. Attitude. Oh, man. And I've seen it sink some really good people. So yeah. they, they hired you for your, for your character, integrity, your attitude. And hey, that, yeah. you've got those boxes checked, man. I'd hire yeah. you in a heartbeat too. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and, and I, I had to compensate somehow with my lack of experience, you know, that I'm willing to try whatever. And I just trust and not even my ability. And I'm not even saying out of that, out, out of my own ego, because it's my, my lack of ability is, you know, I'm way behind the curve than most people using any kind of technology, just being in a completely different field and never really having any interest in even using a computer. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm living proof that like, if I can learn how to do this and mm-hmm. grow something that really anybody can. And I think, like you said, I think it is all that mindset of, you know, am I living in a world of scarcity or in a world of abundance? Dude, trying to get me on a soapbox, man, two of my favorite. <laughs> oh, dude. I, yeah, I can talk all day. Like seriously, you put me in front of a group and say, talk about scarcity and abundance. And I'd say, how much time right. you got? Half an hour, two hours. I could probably go three hours on that topic. It's a big and, deal because, it, yeah. and here's the thing, man. I'll just one little insight and then I'll turn it back to you. If you're not sure which camp you fall into, you are underwater, 30 foot deep into scarcity. Yep. Because abundance is very intentional. You don't accidentally get an abundance mindset one day. It's like, right. I kind of stumbled into it. No. You've got to be intentional constantly. The negativity mm-hmm. we're surrounded with is trying to suck us into the scarcity mindset, limited resources. This will never work. Again, attitude, right? right? Like, it's a fight, and you know you're fighting it. You don't just skip to the yep. day accidentally tripping on abundance mindset everywhere you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all I'll say. If you're not sure, it means you need work. Yep. That's good. Yep. So, so you just came at this with naturally like, hey, I've never done this before. I've done uh, substance abuse counseling, and uh, but I got the right attitude. I got the, you know, you you were friends and those connections. I'm sure there's a great story there. You just jumped into it a couple of years ago. So, so how's it going? What are you guys buying? What are you selling? Uh, let's break it down a little bit. I'd love to hear more about the business. I don't know that yeah. much about it, about Eric's business. And, and for those who don't know, before I set you up on that, uh, Eric's going to be creating some content with our team eventually in 2024 at some point. Uh, maybe even presenting on it at the conference uh, in in May of 2024. Did I just say 2023? Next year, 2024. Uh, Theprovenconference.com has details as we de- as they develop. But he runs a beautiful retail mm-hmm. couple locations, right? And yep. it does really well coming from an e-commerce angle and just discovering the opportunity. Like, hey, some of this isn't good for online, but wow. Oh, shelves, yeah. 
you know, store space, like that operation last I heard is doing really, really well in it. And he's got it kind of dialed in, but you're running the e-commerce side. Yep. Let's stick with that for now, knowing just a little teaser for the community. Don't miss that right. podcast episodes because some good stuff always coming. But so back to you, Mike, I'll let you talk. <laughs> yeah. So in last year, uh, we did, I think about 600,000, maybe 680, something like that. And this year, I think we're on track to do between 2.2 and 2.4 million. That's quite um, a leap in one year. Big time. And, you know, I, I say $600,000 and that, I mean, that, that is a lot of money, but with all the tools and resources that we have, Amazon before a couple of years ago was, or, or before last year was, you know, a, a, almost a little bit of an afterthought because, you know, the business was wrapped up in, in so much stuff that everything's, of course, a constant fight for attention, but being intentional about, you know, we really think there's a chance to grow the business exponentially using a platform like Amazon. And I, I don't want to give anything away about what Eric's going to talk about, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of leverage when you have a brick and mortar store coupled with an e-commerce store. Of course. Yeah. We take advantage of that ourselves from time to time. You can get people's attention that absolutely. otherwise might write you off. Absolutely. No doubt about it. There's a lot of doors that can open up that way. And so the because the brick and mortar stores are focused on tools and home improvement, hardware, that kind of stuff, we do sell a lot of that stuff. But again, I mean, because it's Amazon, I mean, I, I sell jars of peanut butter. and I mean, anything and everything. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing. Like, you know, what kind of space are you in? I'm in the, the space of underserved aces and buying and selling it, it. It doesn't matter what the space is at all. If it's profitable, if it can provide somebody with something, awesome. Jumping on those test-worthy ASINs and keep selling it if it's profitable. If it stops being profitable, cash yep. out, get your money back, go buy some profitable inventory. That's the replens game. So you guys predominantly, what you'd consider to be replens, or do you guys have any private label in the mix or anything <laughs> else in the mix? Or is it just... No, pri no private label. 2024, we're, we're going to jump all the way into branded bundles. Nice. Um, I just took the course. I mean, it, it, it blew me away. I mean, there were so many insights, so many awesome things that I learned, not just about branded bundles. I mean, those there was a lot of love put into that course and a lot of just, yeah. even just for replen sellers, like some like total light bulbs. And I think that's the thing that I get so excited about is, again, kind of, I, I can't help but to, keep bringing it back to the abundance versus scarcity. There is so much opportunity. There are a million ways to do well on Amazon. And that's not an exaggeration. No, not at all. <laughs> a million is actually the right number to use. You look at how many ASINs are out there. And just once you once you have put on those glasses where you know, it's almost like the rose-colored glasses where everything looks a little pink, you know? Like once you have it, like there's ASINs everywhere. Yes. And once you understand that, it's it, there, it's harder for me to find ASINs that aren't worth testing sometimes than it is to find ones that I want to test. Yes. Because that's just that's just how we understand. I've been posting actually the past couple of weeks, but that doesn't make sense to some of the listeners. I've posted about 30 examples in real time for my own Amazon seller account of stuff we're selling. And the buy box is here at $20, $21. And it's bounced along selling, you know, 15, 20 times a month per Kipa. That's the drops. It's selling far yeah. more than that. And here we are, 
you know, three, four, seven dollars above buy box, making three, four, five sales a month. Like, how's that work? Well, because we understand what a test worthy ASIN yep. is. We jump all over a whole bunch of them constantly. Knowing our worst case scenario is we bounce down to buy box price and we either break even, maybe just lose a little bit and we get rid of the inventory. It didn't work out. But we, we're playing that game of taking very safe bets. It's a beautiful business model. Yeah. Uh, but explaining that to someone can take some time. And you know, there's yes. little mistakes you can make. And there's a, you know, so knowing what you're doing is important. But but now you said you guys are gonna go into to branded bundles and I love it. We just had that proven brandedbundles.com. I'll stick a link in the show notes to that. Uh, and you went through that class with Leanna and Nate, two great leaders on our team. Tremendous content, great feedback. Already oh, getting yeah. some great success stories, dude. I mean, we've got some, we brought some new coaches on board, even who are just killing it with with branded bundles. But I want to clarify, are you guys going to step away and move away from replens? No, not at all. We're just going to attach another tentacle. And again, you know, that's the the awesome thing about not only this, this Amazon in general, but just this community, there are so many different avenues and it's not the ones right or ones, they're all right. They're all awesome. And it's just kind of going, what makes sense for us right now? And that's, I think exponential growth will happen with, with doing branded bundles. Mm-hmm. You know, we, to go back to that scarcity versus abundance and p- some people may be going, really, you could talk for three hours about that, Jim. Yeah. Just give me another little example. And you just hit on it too often. We say, should I do this? Or there's the magic word that tells me we might be stuck in a scarcity mindset. Yep. Or should I do that? Anytime you're thinking this or that split in the road, I'm going to be the guy that comes and goes, wait, 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 time out. Give me a good reason why we can't do both. Well, my time is limited. Okay, you could hire some people. Well, I can't learn all there is to know. Well, I'm not talking about doing both today, right? Like you just said, another tentacle. Or as Nathan says, another spoke in the wheel, right? Or I saw an image today, man. Uh, Just today, I took a picture of it because I'm like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about multiple streams of income, I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Those who are listening, I'm going to describe it. You don't have to jump over. You happen to be on YouTube. You get to see it. But just because you brought up the topic, Mike, I'm going to show you. This is the most recent picture on my phone. Brought it up. Boom. I don't know if I'm going to try to take the... Uh, can you see what the key yeah. that is? It's the Mississippi yep. River and all of its tributaries. And it takes up a good, I don't know, two-thirds of the United States once yeah. you map it all out, all the way up into Canada, all the way up into the, you know, past Ohio to the east and past, well, past Colorado, Nevada to the west. All these little streams and tributaries that feed into, right? So there's always, you know, if, if you were to say, well, the Mississippi River is a river, right? Well, kind of, but there's a whole lot of stuff flowing in one direction. And that's what the, that's how you have to process e-commerce opportunity. It's not one thing, and this is all I'm going to ever do. And once I've done this, now I'm done. No, you're constantly growing, constantly learning, mm-hmm. constantly adding new tributaries to streams that flow into one river. And and you've done that. You're you're the e-commerce guy on the team, and a lot of opportunity floats across your desk. And it, okay, yep. there's the tributary, but the, the key is we don't want to get distracted and bounce, bounce, bounce around. We want to tie these things down, build system, get them automated, get good people in charge, which is why I could do podcast episodes while my Amazon account is selling several thousand dollars a day of inventory because I got good people in place, right? So that's my, that's as short as I could make the point I was trying to make there. I love the word and instead of the word or. One is yeah. one is a scarcity mindset. Another is an abundance mindset. There we go, man. That's my, yeah, that's my, that- that's my sermon. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I love it. I, no doubt about it. I've loved how you've been posting those those sales from your from your account because it's it's not just you're not just sharing a theory. You're sharing what's actually happened. That it's not just about you know that that kind of scarcity. Well, what if I do this? It's like, well, here's proof. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is what's happened because it I, happens. I've got one that Amazon is all over. Yeah. And I got less than a percent of the buy box, but it still sells a few times a week for us at a nice high price, well above Amazon. Yeah. So what are you going to do with that? People out there say, well, you can never compete with Amazon. They're going to get all this. And no, hey, that's okay. I'll give them 99% of the buy box. Yeah. I'll give them, I'd never show up in the buy box as far as I know. Right. Time to time, I'm sitting in a warehouse near somebody that wants it quick and boom, they grab mine at a nice high, nice profit margin for me. There's very few ASINs on Amazon that aren't test worthy. Yeah. If the buy box is the worst case scenario and I'm break even at that point, I'm testing it. <laughs> yeah. I've got some ASINs that drop eight, seven, eight times a month. Most people stay away from those. I'm selling one a week that that bad boy alongside seven or eight other sellers. Like, yeah. People are shopping online like crazy and the opportunity is, is legit. So thank you for letting me riff on that a little bit. And and yeah, I've, I'm going to keep providing those. It seems to be resonating with people, those examples. Yeah. For those who don't know what we're talking about, silentgym.com has a link to our free Facebook group, 74,000 people in there. The past few weeks, I've been posting a handful a day as sales are being made in my Amazon account, just showing a screenshot. Hey, here's what the keep a chart looks like. Here's how we made the decision to hop on this listing. And I think we're, we're destroying a lot of theories about what doesn't work. <laughs> and and I, th- I think that's the thing that I, I, I love is because it's, I have experienced and especially being new because I still feel like I'm a new seller and I'm still learning so, so much. There's still so much I don't know. And I think that's why I keep going back to like, if I can do this, anybody can, because I'm still a little bit in shock of like, wow, we've done this well. Imagine what it would look like if I actually knew how to do X, Y, and Z, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, I just remember being a new seller, kind of looking at, you know, well, the grass is greener over here. This person really looks like they know what they're doing, or maybe it's RA, or maybe it's OA, maybe it's, you know, privately, maybe it's wholesale. It, it's, they're all right. Yeah. And it's just they kind of work. pick a lane, <laughs> stick to it. And even some of those rules, like you talked about, like, well, you have to match the buy box. And it's like, well, in fact, no, you don't at all. Nope. It's it's the mindset that helps you pull the trigger on, is this a test for the ASIN? Mm-hmm. It's that's what's going to get you those sales. It's not the it's not the knowledge. I think it's it's really kind of have it's that kind of leap and the net will appear kind of mentality. Yeah. You know, you look at the other options that are out there. A lot of times people are like, well, Amazon's not as easy as it used to be. I've been doing this nine years and, you know, eight years ago, it was like, no, the game's changing. I've been doing this 22 years. Change is the only rule when it comes to Mm e-commerce. Other than that, the rules are all being written, but it's going to change. Whatever's working extremely well right now today, I can promise you will not be working extremely well two years from now. Now, the principles will still be working very well. Right. But the specific ASIN or listing or wholesaler or partnership or product or tool, it's going to change. The game's going to change. New new yeah. factors are going to come into play. There's going to be competition. The margin monsters are coming. But guess what? That's the rule of business since the beginning of time. Yeah. Right? But the beautiful thing about this is there's so many new ways you can pivot. And so if you're taking minimal risks, you're not going in so deep that you're going to get burned on any of your inventory. You're going to where the opportunity is. You're turning your money over quickly. 
you're you're navigating the challenges of Amazon's policy issues, which 99.9% of us do all day, every day. And you know, you you only hear about the complaints. And and th- there are some challenges there. I'm not trying to, you know, brush past that point, but to my knowledge, we've had less than five people suspended of the thousands and thousands of students that we've helped. Like, you know, it's not the big factor that a lot of people think maybe it is. This is a beautiful business model. The other options you have out in the real world are come up with a hundred thousand dollars and open a franchise or, you know, yeah. Real estate flipping houses, just like all, all, all the other billion people out there trying to do that and jumping on every deal that pops up. Right. This is get in for a few dollars, build nice and slow within a short period of time. I mean, here's a guy who never used computers. <laughs> you needed technology training, and you're talking about a two point two million dollar business here within, you know, as the goal on the horizon, heading yeah. in that direction fast. So I'm so bullish on this opportunity. I've never been more excited than I am right now about the future of e-commerce. Amazon continues to grow explosively. And that's just one, one option. We got Walmart, we got eBay, we got all these yep. other options. Launch your own product, multiple platforms, all kinds of ways you can go with this. Pardon the interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I've got to tell you about the sponsor that we have today, Humminbird, H-U-M-N-B-I-R-D, humminbird.com. There's a link in the show notes. They provide services for all your trademarks, corporate setup, branding, marketing, and tax advising as well. As we enter that time of the year where taxes are on the mind of especially those of us here in the United States, how do you most efficiently handle the challenges of making sure you get all of your deductions, taking care of all your tax concerns, making sure you do it right without paying too much as an e-commerce seller, as an Amazon business building warrior? They've got some incredible services that you should go check out at humminbird.com. That's spelled H-U-M-N-B-I-R-D.com. Let's get back to the program. I've never been more excited than I am right now about the future of e-commerce. Amazon continues to grow explosively. And that's just one, one option. We got Walmart, we got eBay, we got all these yep. other options. Launch your own product, multiple platforms, all kinds of ways you can go with this. So, okay, I'm talking too much, man. I'm just, I'm, ex- I'm so excited about this and I'm kind of feeding off, fueling off your energy for any of your excitement for it because it's like, it's a synergy there of excitement, but yeah, I need to let you talk. And some of the things I want to hear you talk about are, you know, how profitable is this? How do you source your inventory? You know, talk us through some real specifics. How big is your team? Yeah. The so, numbers. Yeah. So I'll do the, the numbers first. So let me, see, let me see where I want to start. Let me start with sourcing because that will kind of help with the numbers. So. Okay. What we're trying to get not completely away from, but this is, you know, kind of a, a disclaimer. We have done and we've done really well selling some liquidation stuff. And I know that's that is a, a minefield. So it's not something that I would recommend. It's something that these guys were doing way before I, I joined the team and they they learned how to navigate it really well and really quickly. If you're a new seller, I would de- again, I would that's why I'm saying there's a disclaimer. Because there's a lot more potential pitfalls to than, than potential successes if you don't know how to do it. So yeah, because that has been so volatile, that's why we over the last almost two years we've pivoted away from that and have invested a lot more into wholesale. So we have a lot of different wholesale accounts and some with some master distributors. Those numbers are a lot easier to track when you're when you're doing liquidation stuff. And even though some of that stuff is really good, how you figure out like a cost factor for those things is kind of an average. So yeah, the best you bought a pallet with, 
you bought a pallet for $1,000 and how do you individually account for the prices of those items? Yeah. Do you just like say, okay, there's a hundred items. Each one of them worth 10 bucks, like done. Like that doesn't really work, you know? I mean, like that's a rough way to figure out what's working and what isn't at the end of the day, right? Very volatile, Mm -hmm. very volatile. So I think what we figured is for 2023, an average is about a 66% ROI on that. For our wholesale, it's about a 50% ROI is, is really what we're going after right now. There have been times throughout the year where we have looked at things that have had a lot of velocity, but a lower ROI. So we're, we're, we're tweaking the model. But for these last several months, uh, a little of Q3, Q4, we've shifted. We're only doing 50% ROI. I love it. And I want to do a little disclaimer on the, the liquidation thing, but I also want to hear what the net is. Uh, because you know, when I hear ROI, if that's if you're if you're flipping inventory quick, ROI is even a small ROI, ten percent. Yeah, like where can you go to put your money? Ten percent that you can flip it once a month. Like, there's very few places you can do that right. in the world that I'm aware of. Amazon inventory, absolutely easily done, easily yep. done. You avoid the negative territory and you only sell break even or positive stuff. You're going to be flipping at least five or six times a year, how much ever money you got to put into it. And that pile is going to grow. If you keep putting it back in. But I want to hear the, the net of that, let's just say of the, of however you want to represent it. I'll give you a minute to think about that. Just as a general ballpark, like if this is after, after everybody's paid or is this what the company made before they paid everyone's salary? Like, you know, position that however you want. But I want to give a disclaimer about liquidation because I'd be doing a disservice to the listeners today, especially if anyone's new. And you already did this a little bit, but let me say it in stronger terms. We know a lot of people that got themselves in a lot of trouble going down the liquidation route. And if you think that's low-hanging fruit, it is not. And some of the things that could go wrong, some of the most common things. And if we had Jeff Schick, our our lawyer and you know resident Amazon policy pro here, he'd be pale as a ghost right now that we haven't already said what I'm about to say. He's like, <laughs> and you do not want to start getting IP complaints on stuff that you pulled off a liquidation pallet yep. because there's no there's no track record of where that inventory came from. You can't prove it's legitimate. You're going to get accused of counterfeit and can't defend yourself eventually on some of that stuff. And and there's not a whole lot anyone can do to help you. It's you you're, you're taking a pretty significant risk there. You know, there's some items that some people learn to kind of navigate and stay away from the stuff that might cause trouble and you can do it for a while, but there's a reason there is a glut of shelf pulls and returns. A lot of it's coming from Amazon that nobody knows what to do with. Yep. It's ending up where in retail stores, like what you guys had set up with Eric and people come in yep. like, oh, wow, this is half the price of what I get it for at Walmart. Like, yep, we bought a whole crate of it. It was a shelf pull return from who knows where, but it, it's the real deal, man. Here you go. So those, I think that that's going to breathe some, all these people returning stuff on Amazon that creates opportunity. So all these sellers are going, oh, the returns on Amazon. I don't know what to do. Businesses are popping up, opening up local retail locations that compete with the big boys yep. <laughs> for price. You get some customer service role and that's some of the stuff we'll get into with Eric later. But I just wanted to make sure and throw that out there, Mike, for, and there may be some people who are like, Jim, I know all that already. Well, there's new listeners. This may be the first episode they ever heard. Don't get into liquidations on Amazon. They will freeze your funds at some point and you'll think, oh, this is great until it's not. And then you yep. don't need a lawyer to get your money back a year from now and you're going to be kicked off. So. Yeah, stay away. Stay away. Yep. Yeah, right. no doubt about it. I'm glad we're not debating the point. We're just kind of emphasizing together in our own unique ways. And it sounds like you guys, you know, skirted that territory for a while, but it's getting harder. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't recommend it. I understand the appeal because it, it's shiny and it's, I understand the temptation, but it's how many long-term sellers have done it that have a long history. I mean, there, there probably aren't a ton. There's not. It's kind of like- But when you look at the other models, there's plenty of established, way, 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 way more. Yeah. The long-term reputation, your long-term reputation on Amazon is a big deal. Your account is worth it's an appreciating asset. A healthy Amazon mm-hmm. account is an appreciating asset and you want to protect it. Yep. You want to burn the house down being stupid one day because you lit up fireworks in the house because it was going to be fun. Right? Like That's kind of how I look at <laughs> liquidation. Like, wow, I go buy a $1,000 liquidation pallet and turn it into $4,000? Let's go. Well, what yeah. you really did is you just burned your house down. That asset's now gone. Amazon knows who you are. They're not going to let you sign up for another account. You know, They're going to bump you off the platform and you can still sell on other platforms, just not that one which represents half of all economic activity online in the US. <laughs> like it's off the plate. It's not worth the risk, man. Yeah, I'm glad we're pounding that point home. Hopefully that wakes up a few people too who may be thinking they're still kind of getting away with it because it did not sure. happen much longer, man. I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so we're gonna, we were going to talk about numbers. We hit, yep. uh, you guys are drifting away from the liquidations. Thankfully, you're, you're getting more into sourcing through wholesale contacts. It sounds like you've made a good number of distributor and wholesale contacts. And and let me just say, we do we do a fair amount of that. But what I've noticed, and I just want to ask you this, there's not a big difference in price typically. It's not like we got some magical price difference now. Like, you know, if I'm buying it from a wholesaler for $8 and I look on walmart.com, it's like the same price or cheaper a lot of the time. You know, maybe yeah. you know, 5%, maybe 10 tops kind of thing. There's thin margins out there, but the opportunity lies in getting on Amazon and selling it well above either of those prices. That's what we've just, does that resonate with you as I sell it? As I For sure. I mean, it's, it's really just a glorified OA. The wholesale price. I mean, the thing that we really take advantage of is, you know, and the more distributors you have, the more it comes up, but they're, they're constantly running promotions. They are constantly trying to get rid of, they are liquidating. It's not liquidation. They are liquidating some stuff that they can't sell. They don't know how to sell, but we do. Yes. So we we take advantage of that constantly. But yeah, there are plenty of times where, you know, it's their their cost is uh, more expensive than something you could just even find on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Or, or walmart.com or whatever. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So just because you're like, oh, I signed up a wholesaler, that means everything's cheap now. No, not, not really. And plus, you don't want to be going super deep into anything. You know, if you're buying 10, 20 units at a time, they're not going to give you a big price break. It's just an it's an easy place to go to get the stuff you need versus trying to clear the shelf at two or three local Walmarts or whatever other stores you're using that happen to, you know, hardware stores, whatever that happen to have new legit retail products. So it's, you just place your order once a week, whatever you get the stuff. Some of it's on back order, so you don't get it. But yeah, then those, those closeout sales, you know, Hey, we're, we're, this brand is being discontinued, which, which is another exciting topic, man. I think you're really going to get excited about the stuff we've got coming on buying products that are about to be discontinued if it's if it's a good looking asin that's it's yeah. about to be discontinued gold mine pretty safe to go a little deeper than you might be thinking and just hold it yep and wait until the seller count starts dropping and the price starts climbing and then here you come with your 50 units and they just boom fly off the shelf at a nice margin so we're getting real intentional about that model that's coming as well in early 2024, we'll probably present that concept at the Proven Conference, actually, this year. 
as well. So we're, we're building that out. Lots of good stuff coming, man. It, it's to be right up your alley. So number-wise, net margin, let's hit that because we've dropped some big numbers. I want to be responsible with that. You talked about your ROI. So do you happen to know the bigger numbers, like the, the bottom line, I should say? Yes. Yeah, so we're still kind of figuring out because again, it's it's kind of tough, especially you know year-end stuff. Uh, it's it's between, and we just need to figure out exactly what it looks like, but between 10 and 20% margin. Um, Somewhere between cool. 10 and 20% net. Is that after everyone's right. paid? And, th- and that's the that's the question because where it gets complicated is so we have our own prep center and you know so we're, we're paying those guys so but they prep other people's stuff so we it's always kind of challenging to figure all of yeah. that out you know I've so got what, the same thing yeah I've got the same I've got the exact same thing because you know the part of my business that's buying and selling inventory can write off the expense of having other people prep it and it's still a real expense for me bottom line as the owner of both. Yes. But, you know, it, it gets a little trickier to track net part. So I could say this one's really profitable. This one's break even. Or I could go vice versa. This one's break even. That one's profitable. Like, right. like I can I can massage the numbers either way. But just bottom line, it's doing well. Everybody's getting paid. It's growing. Yes. <laughs> if you get somewhere between 10 and 20% net profit and your accountant would be able to nail it down probably for sure. Like, well, guys, here's the here's the real deal. Now, like, here's what you're paying in taxes this year based on- right total and you guys are paying taxes so we know it's working <laughs> right right so all right man that yeah, that's thorough enough for me hopefully that just tells the listeners a decent idea of you know at that level when you're talking seven figure plus business uh you know a couple hundred thousand dollars to 400 somewhere in that range of net on yeah the 2.2 ballpark so okay yeah. Well, where else, where else do you want to go from here? I wouldn't mind hearing, you know, if there's any other sourcing strategies, you said a lot of wholesale, is that, is that the vast majority of it then? That is the vast majority of it. You know, we, we do supplement with some OA stuff. You know, some of it's just too tough to, to turn down when it's just that good. I'm trying to think like what with sourcing. I mean, I, I think it's really just, it, no matter what your strategy is, it's just all about relationships. You know, whether you're an, an, an RA and you're going to talk to the store manager and you're building a relationship there, whether it's it's OA, you know, I was earlier today, I met with a couple of our a couple of our distributors. And that's kind of what we talked about is, is there a new distributor for us? And we just are building a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was not only like a handshake today, but it was also giving these guys a hug and it's really that's what it's all about. I love that. I was going to ask: Was this a, was this a text? Was this an email? Was this a Zoom? Or was this face to face? Because it matters. Yes. The the trajectory, the velocity, the speed of trust that's developed is ten x as you go through those steps. An email it'll take you ten times longer than say a real time text back and forth, which takes you ten times longer. Conversation now is ten times improvement. Meeting face to face, a conversation over Zoom, a uh, phone. You get to Zoom, and that's even better. And then you get to face-to-face. You can just lock in deals so fast that way now because no one does it. It's like a superpower to actually meet people face-to-face. Yes. It's like a superpower because people can go weeks without having a business meeting with someone, look at someone in the eye, give them a handshake, let alone a hug, right? <laughs> so, yep. I mean, come on. Like That relationship is sealed now. That's why the, the conference is such a big deal. And I emphasize it year-round now. I had to be drug-kicking and screaming into thinking this way about... 10 years ago, finally 12, we've done 12 of them now. So 13 years ago or so, but now I'm all in just the speed of trust. 
So did you feel that today? I mean, talk us through, like, how big a deal is this for you guys? And, you know, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the number one thing. Because when somebody, when there's a relationship there and it's a mutual relationship and there is that trust there, it's people, what people will do for you. I mean, it's, it's just different. And I, I don't mean that in like a, in any kind of insincere way or a way to manipulate. Oh, it's, it really just matters. It's, I, I can't emphasize that enough. I know the, this rep that we were meeting with, he just went through a tragedy with his family and you know, I sent him a couple of messages, you know, we, our mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. And that was, that was the hug today. You know, it was yeah. like, thank you so much. And yeah. I've had so many good people in my corner and just, you know, thanked us for the opportunity to do business. And it really is, it, it's all about that mindset. It's that it's gratitude. It's that abundance mindset. And, and the reason that I want to highlight that is sure it's special for us, but when I see people in the Facebook group that are, you know, afraid to just be honest and be honest with a distributor, or if they're looking to open a wholesale account, well, I don't want to tell them I'm an Amazon seller. You know, I I don't really have a lot of experience. Just be honest. Yep. It's that is what is going to set you apart from all the other e-commerce sellers is the relationship. It means everything. It's. It, yeah. I think when people start focusing and get obsessed on the numbers and feel like they got to manipulate, they're operating from a scarcity mindset because they're afraid that they can't get it without that. They're they're going to attract that. They're not going to get it when they're when you're operating from an abundance mindset. And maybe I'm you know get, get on too much of a soapbox, but I, I feel like you're operating at a different kind of frequency, and like yeah. attracts like. Yes, absolutely. You, you want to have a network of people who have an abundance mindset. So I even, you know, sometimes people push back and go, well, you know, I told this, this store manager that I was an Amazon seller and they said they didn't want me ever in there again. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. That'll happen. But you're going to come out way ahead operating from a place of honesty and integrity and just telling people straight up what you do. And now you're the guy they call and they appreciate not only the honesty, but they're like, finally, we've been looking for someone like you. Like, I, we need some help with this. And the opportunities that come out of those transparent relationships that are built on honesty and trust and integrity, the opportunities just fall in your lap. Your phone just rings. There's actually a Hebrew principle, the biblical Hebrew principle in that. Um, you know, that's why, okay, I'll just, I'll use this. I mean, there's five different ways I could illustrate it. But in the Hebrew tradition, you know, we, I mean, you may even have some Jewish friends. They have last names like, Wasserman or Goldstein or Silversmith or, you know, and it was based on their chosen career. Their family was kind of known. Mm-hmm. These are the people that made the jewelry. These are the people that that brought the water. These were the people that, and that was their family name. It was part of who they were so much that, it, that they were named after the service they provided to other people. You want to be constantly sharing, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I can do for you. If you know anyone who ever needs these services, I'm here. What do you do? How could I spread the word? And that's, you know, that's a lot of the secrets of, of um, how this little nation has just prospered financially. It's stuff like that. Very practical. Like, yeah, I know a guy that knows a guy that could get that job done for you. And I, I'll vouch for him right now. How do you get to that point as a culture where everybody's talking that way about each other? Well, it's because we're very open. This is what I do. We're not all around, you know, hoodies and sunglasses and like, I don't want anyone to know I'm selling this on Amazon. I want them to think I'm just shopping for a big party. I'm not going to tell anybody what I do. Like, Okay, you can make a few dollars that way, but you're not going to build a network of people that know, like, and trust you that can't wait to yeah. work with you again, right? That's kind of a dead end. You may have a hamster wheel, you know. 
maybe you put fifty, hundred thousand dollars a year in the bank and you're just working your tail off to do it until you drop with a pile of stuff you couldn't sell. <laughs> That's no fun, man. Build a network, build a team, build relationships, have my phone ring. And my text, I get texts constantly. People are like, hey, I got an opportunity for you, Jim. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. This this in the past week alone, I've had four or five of those just fall from the sky because people know what who you are, they know what you do, they know that they can trust you, they know your reputation. Boom. There you go. And that's just one way to illustrate the point we're trying to make. Relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. You know, you're hitting all the uh, the hot buttons, man. You really are. I can tell you've been brought up in Eric's organization. I can tell he has a lot of respect for the way we do things and teach things around here. Uh, and he's making a lot of money because of it, creating a lot of really great jobs and opportunities. Yeah. How, how big is that team now? Top to bottom, like retail and everything. How big is that operation? About how many? Around um, ballpark. 40-ish. Yeah. And he was just a guy in the community a few years back, 40 people yeah. on the team now, a couple of retail locations, a couple million online, all kinds of other stuff. I know he's getting into Walmart too. Last I heard, wasn't that, was that Eric? Are you guys talking about Walmart yet? We're not there yet. That's yet. definitely. Okay. It's on the horizon. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. figuring out some cool concepts there too, that are coming. We got some, we got some killer stuff we're playing with right now that we're not ready to roll out yet. They can help you identify what if my Amazon inventory Should I be attempting to sell on Walmart? That's the obvious question in the room, right? How can we methodically identify those products? And we're we're dialing that in right now aggressively. So you guys will be interested in that, I'm sure, as that comes about. No doubt. Wow. Well, so where else do you want to go? This is this has been great. I talk more than usual, but that's because you keep hitting my favorite hot buttons, man. (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't really have any real expectation. So I don't I don't necessarily have anything that I was wanting to talk about. I mean, I guess the the Biggest thing is, is, you know, I just want to be able to, I was excited to do the podcast because I just want to give back and being a part of the Facebook group, I try and give back in there because just being somebody that was completely total fish out of water, I try and hop in and just share my experience, my, my two cents with as many people as I can. I, and really what I'm looking to do is create the fellowship that I create. And I, I think that's, it's so important. People lifting each other up. And I think the cool thing is, is you could go in, no experience. You could do the the pack course, just do just you know pay a, a small monthly fee and have access to the pack course and, and really grow grow a huge business. And there are a ton of folks that that are doing that. And I guess the other thing I, I wanted to mention too is is, is even about one of the things I've do, that I've been really impressed with is. You do these, I don't know, you said 700 of these podcasts. Every week you have the same enthusiasm um, and you've done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And it could be, it would be so easy to really lose that. But that, that enthusiasm is not something that can be faked. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I, that's what's I cool. talked to one, someone standing in line at Walmart the exact same way I do on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just, I love this stuff. I've seen it change life. I had someone, you know, I've even been fond lately on the team, the leadership team specifically, you know, when we're talking about what it is we do here and shaping the direction. I say, I think I figured out what we actually do here, guys. Like, what's that? We save marriages. <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. what we do here, right? I mean, among a lot of other things, but what's the number one stress in families in America right now? Finances. Yeah. If you can alleviate that, what a gift. How right. could you not be excited about that? I've seen I've seen what it's done to, for my family. The 20-year experiment was a raging success. 
homeschooled our kids. Mom was able to be with them. She didn't need to earn income, multiple streams of income, using the internet creatively, using biblical principles all along the way, regardless of your worldview, those principles simply work. Dude, this works. So how could I not be excited? I'm more excited about it now than I was because it was a theory 20 years ago and it was working for me, but now it's working for hundreds, thousands of other people. People haven't even met that like you. I didn't even know who you were. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. You're tied to one of these cool stories that came up. And from our community, you're one of the 40 guys on Eric's team. Okay. I know who you are now, right? Like it's just expanded. So how could I not be excited? So thank you for mentioning that, but it's not manufactured by any means. It's fueled by, you know, my phone, getting texts from students, coaching students and, and people on the team, new ideas floating my idea board over here to my left with like 12 15 just mind-blowing new things that we can't wait to vet out, prove out, test, and then roll out to the community. Man, it's a good time to be in this business. Uh, and, and the world's starved for positivity too. There's a lot of places yeah. you can go to get bad news. Here, we do good news. It's like, man, there's opportunity here. Stay focused on what you can control and build something. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Well, you're a great, you're a great guest, man. I don't leave. You said you didn't have much of a list. Is there any questions, anything else you want to run past me before we wrap it up? I think you've done a tremendous job. I just want to make sure I didn't shut the door on you too soon. Are you Not that I can think of this. It's going to be one of those things where an hour from now, I'm going to go, I wish I would have asked X, <laughs> Y, or Z, you know, but that's kind of always how it works. Hey, we're always in the Facebook group, you know, 24 yeah. seven. I love that we take about 12 hours off on Sunday. We just shut it down, pause the whole group and give everyone a break on the team and hopefully the rest, uh, you know, to to attend their place of worship and just take a Sunday break, a, a Sabbath. But uh, other than that, 24-7, man, we're cranking yeah. away. So if something comes comes to mind, you know, there's a whole bunch of people a whole lot smarter than me in the Facebook group constantly. And for those who don't know, I know Mike knows this, but silentgym.com, there's a link to our free Facebook group. And and to all of our past podcast episodes as well. I can't believe we've done way over 700 interviews at this point with successful students from the Proven Amazon course. That's Uh pretty mind-blowing to me. (laughs) So starting to figure out what I'm doing. Maybe, I don't know. It's still, we're still kicking. Here we are. But well, so uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up then, Mike. Um, Awesome. Man, you've been a great guest. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you're going to be there in the conference in May? That's the plan. Um, Eric and I have talked about it, you know, he, cause he's told me about it a couple of times, like, dude, you gotta go, dude, you gotta go. And it's just life. Just, I let life get in the way. So yeah, I, that's, that's the plan is getting to this next one. Well, we guys get as many of your team there as we possibly can. It's a, it's a life-changing event. And I, I can't believe this will be our 12th one. There's no other e-commerce conference that I'm aware of that's lasted what half that long. I mean, it's, you know, right. it's a conference. It's pretty incredible. This community is something truly special. And yeah, hopefully you can you can make it to this one as well. But all right, well, God bless you, man. Good hanging out with you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you so much. So I'll just talk to the listeners for a second. Uh, then we'll then we'll wrap this one up. Uh, if you want to hear literally hundreds of interviews, maybe you're new around here, man. We've got hundreds of interviews with people who have used the proven Amazon course, the strategies that we teach here to build a beautiful business. ProvenAmazonCourse.com is where you can go. SilentGym.com is the best link. It's got a link to pretty much everything we talked about today including today's episode, which has show notes with links to the tools and resources. Maybe we didn't get around to diving deep on some of those things. We'll have links where you can investigate and learn more uh, about how the different tools that that Mike is using, how those things work. But uh, on behalf of the whole team that puts these episodes together, God bless you, Business Building Warrior. It's been great hanging out with you today. And we'll have another great episode for you very soon. Talk to you then. 
Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Before I let you go, one last reminder, Humminbird.com, today's sponsor for all your trademarks, corporate setup, branding, marketing needs, and yes, tax services as an Amazon e-commerce seller. Book a schedule appointment with them today to take care of all those paperwork things that you don't want to have to mess with. They're really good at it. They'll take good care of you. Tell them I sent you humminbird.com, H-U-M-N-B-I-R-D.com. Thanks for being a sponsor of this program. Hey, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.